This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. I'm Mark Berry. A bit of a different show this week, a podcast recorded on the road in Princeton after Game 5 with different equipment and a hoarse throat. Uh, we'll have game highlights and post-game comments from the Posse's Jake McCulley and head coach Mark Reedman. Our player interview this week from Emmanuel Sequera is with Joseph Cachazlo of the Revelstoke Grizzlies. Face off at center ice. Puck goes into the Dynamiters and played off the back wall by Claussen goes out front. Reed pokes that free and he'll come up with the puck. Here comes Cam Reed. Gets by. Nice little play by Reed in the corner. Puts it out front. Looking for Kostiuk and it's intercepted by the Princeton Posse and they'll put it to center ice. Good action early on here. Coming in on goal. Shot off the side of the net. Got the fans going. That was clear with a chance. And the puck goes up the wall, pinching in at the point. Shot scores! Deflection out front, and the posse make it one nothing. That looks like it was Ward with the deflection. Garcha will play it now. Garcha leaves it behind his own net. 11-53. It's a steal by Regan right over front. Fanning on the shot was parody. All alone in the slot. What a great play by Cash Regan. Centered out front off the skate of Lindell. Kept in at the line. And here comes a two-man break. Coming in on goal. Regan to wheel. Back to Regan. Shot. What a save. And Traska makes just an unbelievable stop and gets this building going. A two on none. And Traska cool as ice. To down it. Oh, shot scores. Sedownik. Sedownik gets it to Watterson, and Watterson makes no mistake, no chance for self. Right back to Ponick at the point. He'll work it in. One-time shot. What a great shot. Scores! What a shot from the wall. I don't see how it went in, but that is Funk's goal. Tanner Funk. Four on four. Garcha passes it up. Entering the zone. Off a stick in behind the net to the near corner. Back to the point far side. Shot. Scores! That's Gould. Had to look to the players, and they pointed at Gould, and that goal coming four on four. Good energy from number 12, Isaac Summer for the Dynamiters. No give in him, I'll tell you. Five seconds left to go. Buck frozen. Ooh, some high sticks there. And that'll do it. The Princeton Posse, four nil winners over the Kimberly Dynamiters, and you know, I called the game, but it doesn't feel like a 4 nothing game. Game 6 is Saturday night. Kimberly Civic Center. You don't want to miss it if you're in Kimberly. Make sure you get your tickets early. That should be a great one. Game 6, Tech Cup Championship with Princeton leading the series three games to two. Post-game interview with uh, Jake McCulley, the captain of the Princeton Posse. Uh, Jake, uh, first of all, uh, was that the game plan you guys wanted to execute tonight? Uh, 100%. We just wanted to go out and dominate as much as we could and uh, really hold them down, give them no chance to come back. Uh, you guys, uh, defensively, I thought your structure was there all night long, and when it did fall apart, that number 39 played really well for you. Yeah, Peyton's the man back there, and whenever we fall a little bit, he's always there to pick us back up. Unbeatable. He's a great uh, goalie. Talk a little bit about your, your penalty kill, because I, I, th- I thought the guys on the penalty kill tonight were absolutely fantastic. I'm going to talk to Coach about it, but Horiachiko uh, was really good. Oh, yeah, he's always money on the penalty kill, and we've been working a lot on our penalty kill this year because we struggled a bit, but we're starting to find our stride now, and it's, it's looking really good. It's been a really emotional 
couple of weeks for you guys. Tonight, did you feel like you guys were back on track? Yeah, tonight felt a little more back in our groove. We got a little more into routine, and it's still a little emotional, but it feels good now. Let's talk about uh, Saturday night. Saturday night, uh, you have an opportunity to close out the series, become KIJHL champions, and maybe get a little bit of rest before Cyclone. What's the message to the boys Saturday night? Give it all we got. You know, we got... We got tons of time to rest up. We just got to give it our all and try and close it out here. You know, Jake, uh, I know we're talking about the game, but uh, it's always a great opportunity to thank the folks back home for everything they've done for you. So I'd like you to say thanks to whoever you'd like to say thanks to for, for making this journey possible for you. Uh, where do I even start here? With my parents, my grandparents, all my friends and family, uh, all the coaches growing up. You know, everyone's put me on the spot I'm at, and I couldn't be more proud and more thankful for that. You know, it's a tradition for me that every time I do an interview with a player, the grinder goes off. So thank you very much, Jake McCulley, the captain of the Princeton Posse. Thank you. After a 4 nothing victory by the Princeton Posse in Game 5 against the Kimberly Dynamiters in the Tech Cup Championship, talking with head coach Mark Reedman. Uh, Mark, did the boys follow the game plan to a tee tonight? Yeah, I think they absolutely did. I mean, 5-on-5, five five, you know, our pace was up, our... Our execution was there. I thought we just fought some pucks a little bit there in the first, but once we started stringing some passes together and, and executing a little bit and being a little bit more sharp, things really started to take off for us and started having a little bit more uh, zone time. I mean, still a little bit uh, too much on the defensive side, but you know, at the same time, we spent a lot of time killing there, but uh, boys bounced back and, and fought really hard and definitely deserved this one today. For, for me, uh, in watching, I was absolutely gobsmacked at the play of Horiachka on the penalty kill has he been doing that for you all season long yeah I mean Tice is a guy I, I think is so underrated right and if he hasn't caught people's attention yet uh, then they just aren't aren't watching the right right pieces right he's he's one of the most complete 200 foot players at this level right he'd, he'd kind of fought some some injuries kind of going through high school you know his grade 11 and grade 12 final years of U18 but you know he's he's had a tremendous year here and and again most complete player on our lineup I think in this league by by a mile and again you, you got to see the strengths of him today like hard, hard defending great active stick on the PK breaking pucks up all the time uh, and at the end of the day I think he's a guy that's you know, a large reason as to why we're in the spot we are in right now. One of the things that I also noticed, and this has been uh, all season long, is that you seem to get offense from right across your lineup. And that certainly was the case tonight. Yeah, you know, look at it, there's four different goal scorers tonight, right? And and for us, it's it's having that depth in our lineup, top to bottom. And, you know, it all all of our forward lines, I mean, we have, you know, Sean Mitchell, a 20-year-old, mm-hmm. who's one of our leading scorers, who's out of the lineup today. And, you know, even Ty Olson was a point-per-game producer during the regular season who's done for the year as well. And, you know, we just have this next-man-up mentality where everyone top to bottom in our lineup, they could be a first-year player, they could be a veteran, they could be 17, they could be 18. They, heck, they could be 20, right? But everyone finds a way to contribute, and it's... You know, it's a little bit of a football cliche in terms of the next man up mentality, but at the same time, we have it here in spades and uh, just really proud of, of how the guys showed up and performed here this evening. Uh, on the anniversary of the Humboldt accident, uh, the Jackson uh, Joseph scholarship was awarded today and announced today, and it was Scott Burgess. You want to talk a little bit about Scott Burgess, the player and the academic? 
Yeah, I, I think when you, whenever you talk about Scotty, I mean, it's hard not to recognize both, right? I, I've, I've coached for a few years now, and, and in my time, I, I've never been as fortunate to have a, a kid as dedicated and as responsible and, and just well-rounded as a human being and as a hockey player. I mean, he's he's a guy that never looks for extra credit. He's always going the extra mile to help our team, whether it's around the room and volunteering experiences around town. But then at the same time, you, you look at his play. It's, you know, it's not the shiniest thing in the world, but he's a steady stay-at-home defenseman. He eats a ton of time on our penalty kill for us and you know leads by example day in day out by the by his habits around the rink practices and and again you see it in the quality of uh of a player he is and i think being the recipient of the jackson joseph award uh, couldn't have went to a better kid right i think holding up a 3.9 and a 4.0 at you know high school and in university hard to do let alone manage the the physical and and mental grind that being a junior hockey player can have as well so well, very very well deserved by scott Talking with Jake, we talked a little bit about how emotional the last few weeks have been. Do you think your guys got past a hurdle tonight? Yeah, I, I really do. And even you know, going back to kind of the grind in Game 4, pulling that win out in, in Kimberly, obviously the, the emotional peaks and valleys we've had in the last week is... Like even myself, I've never experienced something like this as well. And you know, our group, obviously, I think we're feeling the emotional effects in Game 2 and Game 3, but my goodness the the character and resiliency of this group just continues to amaze me on a daily basis and you know you can hear everyone in the rink chanting morty all, all the time and it you know just you, you choke up a little bit on the bench thinking about it um but you know the guys are you know doing it for him doing it for each other at this point and, and like you said i think they really took a step forward here tonight before i let you go I, I do want to talk about the program how happy are you and how proud are you are the turnaround that this program has done over the last few years the program i don't think has been better than it is right now yeah I think you know looking looking back when uh, Mark McNaughton hired myself and you know my assistant coach Dakota Mason last year we talked about it you know being a potential two-year plan and trying to turn the team around and ultimately you know trying to elevate it and kind of take it to a you know a perennial contender and I mean you look at you know the Kimberleys the Rebel Stokes and and you know kind of the the jealousy of the league in the past couple of years right obviously it doesn't take uh, take a, a full hockey mind to know that what they're doing works right and and obviously um, for us, taking a step forward, bringing in quality people first, and then good players second has, has worked out for us. And, and again, the character in this group and, and in that room is, you know, surprises me every day and continues to, to grow. And, you know, they keep growing as a team. And that's kind of our philosophy around here. It's you wouldn't ask someone to do something you wouldn't ask yourself. And at the end of the day, everybody ropes and everybody rides. We all, we all do it together. You want to close this out on Saturday, obviously. Get a little bit of rest before Cyclone. What do the boys have to do to be successful on Saturday night? Yeah, I think, again, it's showing up with pace and energy, right? Like, it's a little bit of a bigger sheet over there in Kimberly, and, and for us, it's playing with pace and, and having the confidence to make plays. When when we're on our game and, you know, we're playing with, with pace going north and going south and being hard on recoveries, being tenacious, limiting their time and space, usually things go well for us. So, I mean, we'll, we'll rest up here, get a good travel day in tomorrow, and make sure we're prepared for, for Saturday night. And, and, of course, I mean, the boys would love to obviously close it out on the road and come home with some hardware, and I, I know they're determined to do so. So looking forward to uh, what's to come here. Mark Reedman is the head coach of the Princeton Posse. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank you so much. Five minutes to play. Grizzlies need something. And for Wallace, shot back in and saved by the glove of Kuchaslo. I'm joined by Joseph Kuchaslo, goaltender for the Rebel Stoke Grizzlies. Joseph, welcome to Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, so, Joseph, uh, talk about uh, what you've been up to during this break so far since you guys had lost to Princeton. It was a cold series that ended up going their way, but we basically, after 
after that all the, the game six result happened, uh, we got sort of like a week, I, it was more like six days off. So I did went, uh, I went home, just kind of relaxed, got my mind off of, off of hockey and chilled with my family a lot. And it has happened to be my birthday as well in that, uh, in that break. So I got to, uh, you know, kind of enjoy that with my family and sort of reset, refocus a little bit. And like my brain, I guess, more focused on, on Cyclone than, than the playoffs. Well, happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Because, yeah, you turned 20 now, right? Yeah, I just, on uh, March 31st, I turned 20. So what did you yeah. do to celebrate your birthday? Uh, you know, I uh, celebrated with family. We, we always go for dinner and uh, just with, like, my, my parents and my sister. And then um, I went out um, with some friends as well, obviously, and had had some fun. And it was a good time. It was it kind of lined up perfectly with us falling out in the playoffs and getting that week off. It, was, it, it worked out real good. And so now that the break is, I guess, over for you guys, um, I mean, there's still time, obviously, before the cyclone begins, but what do you focus on to make sure that you're ready and in the condition or shape that you want to be in for that championship tournament? I think it's a lot about us individually just kind of putting it past us, like um, learning from our mistakes against Princeton, obviously, pushing that past us, not really overthinking it too much, I'd say really just being mentally sharp, mentally focused, and just ready to go. Garcia again, controlling the puck. Across, Ballots in front, Horiachka! Garcia again, nice stop by Kachaslo! I believe in our team, and we have a really good shot at even competing and even winning the cycle in this year. We're top, I think we're, we're second in the league, so I think we have just as good a shot as whoever ends up, either Princeton or Kimberly. I think uh, we have a really good uh, opportunity there, and we can you know take advantage of that. I think um, that's just our main goal. Well, this will be the second time, obviously, that you, you play in the Cyclone Taylor Cup. But obviously, a bigger role for you on the team. You're the main guy. Talk about the things that you learned from last year, even from this year's playoff run. I mean, your numbers are stellar, this playoff run. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the things that you learned that you keep top of mind for you heading into the Cyclone. Yeah. So last year was a pretty big learning experience being behind probably the best goal in the league. I would say we're, he was amazing last year. And you know, I didn't get as much of an opportunity, obviously, this year. But uh, even in Cyclone, like, what I noticed was um, the Cyclone goes quick. Like, it's it's four games in four days. It's, like, immediately, you got to be focused and be, be ready to go with each game. And if you have a bad game, you got to be able to really just forget about it and sort of move on to the to the next one, right? Because you got another game in probably less than 24 hours. I think it's going to be very valuable. A lot of the, all of the guys on our team this year returning from last year and they also have experience being in a cyclone so I think we'll know sort of what to expect a little bit and of course doing it in front of the home crowd doing it in front of the fans and stuff will be just a dream really it'll be really fun. What do you look forward to when it comes to playing in the Cyclone Taylor Cup? It's so cool to play teams from another league playing teams that you've never that you've never seen before watching them play and sort of compare like how the KI stacks up against the Vancouver Island League and the Vancouver League Pacific Junior. It's really interesting. It's um, it's really fun like to see the different styles of play almost. We can play a little bit differently than a team from Vancouver Island or whatever. And it's like, it's fun to see. And it, obviously that's their best. They're bringing their best as well. So like they had a win to be here. So it's going to be going to be really competitive. I think it's going to be fun. You had really strong numbers in these playoffs. Like, have you been able to like pinpoint the areas that that you know they can play even better? Yeah, like 
we played a lot of hockey uh, in the playoffs, right? Like it was, it was probably the most hockey I've ever played in my life, like back to back in a row. And but yeah, I think just being mentally focused and just being ready to go every night hopefully bring me some more success. And then as a team, just playing more as a team, being more defensive minded, and really we need to start putting some pucks in the net, and we'll be good to go. Uh, you were named the KJHL's top goalie this season. What did yeah. that mean yes. to you? That was that was awesome. That was uh, I actually got the uh, the notification from from my coach. I, I woke up in the morning and I got a, I had a text from Ryan saying congrats on top goalie in the KI. And I was like, what? And then I checked. I opened Instagram and that's how I found out. So I saw the post and stuff uh, and the link. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was uh, it felt good to have all my hard work kind of pay off. I worked a lot. I worked hard in the summer and uh, got ready for the season really good. So felt it felt really good to. Uh, to get recognized for that. This is Joseph Kuchaslo, goaltender for the Revelstoke Grizzlies. Joseph, thanks again for joining us on Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Point Gallo gave it up. Hauled in by Edstrom. Roberts Lee to the net. It's stopped by Kuchaslo. Brilliant save. This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Our thanks this week to broadcasters Josh Piercy, Dawson McFarlane, and Scott Campbell. KIJHL Director of Communications, Emmanuel Sequera. Jake McCulley of the Princeton Posse, Revelstoke Grizzlies netminder Joseph Kachaslo, and Posse head coach Mark Reedman. We'd like to thank Hockey TV, which brings our players closer to their families and friends back home. A special note, our next podcast will be from the Cyclone Taylor Cup in Revelstoke next Thursday, the first of four daily offerings as we wrap up the KIJHL season. I'm Mark Berry. This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. We're back in seven days.